All right, so let's run through it. We're going to do this segment as what do black people care about? <laughs> so <laughs> Stephanie is going to run through Stephanie's going to run through some stuff that black people either care about or don't care about and KP and I are going to answer just simply yes or no and yeah. Okay. So things black people take seriously are checks. Yeah, yes. Okay. Knowing who all over there. Yes. <laughs> who did the body? I don't know what that means. I still don't even know what, that, know what means. that means. I don't know what that means either. Does that mean like plastic surgery, I guess? I don't need to know your doctor. Yeah, but I don't give I a shit like about that. I feel like everybody would want to know that. Not just black people. But anyway. I care about the booty real. <laughs> oh, spades? Spades. Now I do. Nigga, we getting there. Oh, wait. She asked? Yes. Yeah, spades. I missed it. <laughs> okay. Um, who ne- who made the potato salad or mac and cheese? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, people when they take off running. Yes. Yes, because I'm going to start running. <laughs> no, don't matter where they're going. You're just running. Okay. Don't matter. Drinking, eating uh, after people. Yes. I don't. You don't care you about don't it? don't take that seriously? No, no, I do. I don't. I just. I don't drink after people, so oh, I don't yes. give a shit. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. It matters. So yeah, then you say yes. <laughs> oh my bad. Okay, so splitting poles. Yes. What the hell does that mean? Well, that's like when you're walking and you and you let the pole come oh, in. Oh. Uh, hell, I don't give. I don't give a shit about that. Like, yeah, like I, I can't. I, I would break my mom's back stand, stepping stepping on the crack. Yeah, like, I'm very super, superstitious. I still don't step on crack. <laughs> you almost I'm, said I'm very stupid. I'm very stupid stitches. <laughs> All right, next one. Not putting purses on the floor. No. Um. Because I put my book that's back. That's another super. That's another superstition. Is it? What is? What is it about putting your purse on the floor? You lose money. Really? I've never heard of that. That's interesting. Oh, I I've never heard that either. But I've also never had a purse. But like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I mean I don't usually like to put my book bag on the floor. So I mean, I guess I'll say yes. No. Okay. Okay. You don't care. Yeah. Okay. Big Luther versus Skinny Luther. No. No. I don't even know the difference. Okay. Not cutting a baby's hair before one. Yes. I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't think about it till but just now. You probably shouldn't cut your kid's hair before one. Maybe not even at one. Like you look like you can't like you can give him a shape up, you can't even hold his head up yet. <laughs> or the kids hold their head up at one. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, they do. I think they start to hold it up before one. Yeah, it's way before Damn, one. Damn, hopefully, hopefully your baby's walking by one. Yeah, Jesus if, Christ. If what, what are you so doing? At one years old, that they can't support <laughs> so What are you doing? Yo, your baby got a problem. What are you doing? <laughs> Yo. Your baby's not walking. They're five years old. Oh, your baby's not walking by five, then that means that you're carrying that baby a little bit too much. I think that's what that you, means. You long past that shit. He yeah. can walk. He just don't feel like it. <laughs> what were you gonna say, KP, about cutting the baby's hair before one? Oh nah, I was gonna say if your baby can't support its own head by the time they're one years old, that's a fucking problem. Yo, that's that's, that's a fact though. What baby okay. needs a shape up though? Where's the baby going? Listen, I mean, what baby needs Jordans? But parents don't buy kids Jordans all the time. There so you go. talk to him, red. Wait, you not red? You blue? Okay. <laughs> Yellow. Jenny's wow. red. I got to give you a color. 
I was about to say, what does all of that even mean? <laughs> anyway. All right. Next one. Sitting facing the door or exit. Yes. Yes. Absolutely yes. matters for yes. me. Okay. Not calling elders by their first names. No. No. Okay. Um, sweeping near your table. No. He- yo. <laughs> yo, first of all, nah. First of all, don't clean nothing near my food. I That is a huge pet peeve of mine. I said no because no I've clean. never had it happen to me. No. You see, you don't but even what, realize. But what is that supposed to mean, though? It doesn't mean anything. It's just... Like, you never had, like, okay, they had just be around super anal people. Like, you never been around somebody, like, you're cooking and they're, like, wiping shit around you? No. Oh, I hate that. Nobody's in the you're, you're I understand. At, I understand. Eating at the table and they're sweeping cooking. and shit? I understand cleaning while you're cooking, but not with no, like, product. Like, I don't want you spraying, spraying bleach and you just finished cooking and the food is still on. I've been, I've been through it all. And I don't like that. <laughs> I, I will stop. Yeah, I don't like none of that. Okay. Um, being offered a bag after a purchase. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having a real issue in this neighborhood where they want a dime they want a dime in the the in the Asian one specifically. They want a dime for a plastic bag. Yeah. Suck my nuts. It, it because you get taxed now for that. They're they're following no, I, no, what no. Cali did. Cali did I that. Don't, Cali I don't care. I don't care. They say I I I, I buy my stuff. They will look at each other because there's no bag yet. Then they'll tell them, and I'll be like, all right, can I get a bag? And they'll say, oh, it's actually a dime. And then I'll stare at them again until I get a bag. <laughs> wow. So you just intimidate they're not, them with your looks. They're not getting no dime from me. That is not happening. That is not how the hood works. Sorry. They're in the wrong place. They think they're getting a dime for a plastic bag. If anything, they could just raise the prices on the food, 10, 10 cents, and they got it. But anyway... Um, speaking when you enter a room. Yes. I guess. I'm here. Street it's me. Clothes, street clothes on the bed. Hell yes. yeah. Take them shorts off. Oof, I just got chills thinking about that shit. Yuck. Um, not responding to being called with what? I'm confused. Wait, what? Say it again. Not responding to being called with what? So basically, you oh, call somebody's name what? and then they respond oh, that's with hilarious. what? That's so annoying. How about you expect me to walk in the room? Or how about the huh? Yeah. Huh? I hate that. Hate that with a passion. Um, Yo, not- <laughs> come here real quick. No, 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 sorry. No, you're good. Yo, you're Steph, <laughs> What? So we're just going to talk from the other room? <laughs> you needed me. I didn't need you. You can come here. <laughs> that, no, that ass. Like, I, I mean, if I call, if dinner if dinner's ready and I call Amanda and she says, what? Guess who's eating by themselves? <laughs> I'm going to start eating dinner right then. Wow. And then That's last but not least, <laughs> not eating the food at potlucks. I've never eaten at a potluck in my life. Actually, you know what? That's not true. If you go by the definition of potlucks, I've eaten at a potluck. But at work, nah. Um, Once. So, no. And I'm assuming that was your never again? Wait, you ate at a potluck? What did you eat? I don't remember. It was years ago. And is that why you'd say never again? Probably. I feel like 
It just didn't taste good. I mean, I remember uh, potlucks and like, uh, like Dorito casserole and you know, people just make you know. I just like sometimes I be feeling like people oversell it with um with how well they're telling me that I cook and how good my food is. Like, don't get me wrong, I know my food is good, but then. I see how other people cook in their homes, and I really like exactly. And then I understand a lot better. <laughs> Compare and contrast. Because sometimes it's just like, yo, you eat this, you eat water pie. You eat pineapple casserole. Oh my god! Y'all ever heard of the pineapple casserole story? Yes, <laughs> you told us this on the same episode. <laughs> What episode I told you this on? <laughs> the same one we talked about the water pie. Oh, you're right. I did. I did. Yeah, I'm still trying to understand the fucking water pie. <laughs> Yo. I mean, I don't remember what uh I don't remember what episode anymore, but yeah, I mean this this existed. Yo, and they really have water pie listed on here. All right, so before we even get too far into it, um, the subject matter of today, I mean, it was interesting by itself how you even came across it. So, I mean, how did you how did you come to this? Uh, uh, so, to keep it simple, sometimes when I'm getting ready for work, I will put on daytime talk shows, nighttime talk shows, find, off, find out what's going on in the world uh, in a comedic sort of fashion. That's how I like to get ready for my day. Now, um, on this particular day, the Daily Show with Trevor Noah came on, and they were talking about something called, give me one second, because I want to make sure I get this right. They called it the critical race theory, and how it's getting a lot of pushback in certain states, uh, a lot of southern states, for what it teaches. And to dumb it down, uh, the critical race theory, as it's being presented here, is basically going over the effects that uh, being actually being taught slavery in schools, things like that. And they threw out very interesting statistics that I thought should be touched on, where it says that 8% of high school, you know, 8% of time is being devoted to teach slavery in schools, and only about 10% of seniors in high school can tell you that slavery was a very important part of why the Civil War happened, things like that. And it just made me think. I thought it was very interesting that, you know, we talk on it. Well, I mean, even saying short, I don't know if you guys remember this before, because I believe I told it on here. Um, well, this is a two-part thing. Um, so for one... If you remember our guest, uh, our guest Sean Bush from a long, long time ago. This is a long yeah. time friend, um, now Trumpster, still long time friend. <laughs> but um, we had had you just had to throw that in there. Yes, I <laughs> you do. Just, you just he, he wants to own it. He can own it. <laughs> okay. Um, shit, that kind of made me lose my train of thought. Uh, I can't remember how we came about the conversation, but more or less, he was telling me that he never, and this he lives in. Connecticut primarily, but he was telling me he never uh oh, you know what it was? I might have referenced something like 
you know, when you know when a substitute comes in and then everybody got to watch a movie and, you know, it's always a slave movie. It's always, uh, I've seen Roots in school. I don't know how many times I've seen Amistad maybe like twice. That was probably my favorite one. Yeah. Uh, Sojourner, because niggas die. <laughs> Sojourner Truth Story. Um, just along, I mean, along those lines. And he was like, oh, I've never seen none of those. Um, and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, nah, when they brought in movies, it was like the, uh, I can't even think of what that shit is called. You know, it's funny because I have a shirt, uh, the, the, I have a bill shit, the, the, the cartoon, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, um, that's like, that's like the shit that they would watch. I, yo, where is that shirt? Cause I, I'd have, like, I have, <laughs> it says I have bills and it has the, the bill guy on it. But anyway, um, so this is very interesting to me. And I was like, okay, um, it just made me, I, I mean, it made me want to ask a, a bunch of questions, but I think I asked questions along the lines of like, what was Black History Month like? And he was like, we didn't do that. <laughs> then it was, you know, what did you guys learn about, I don't know, the Civil War, for example. And I don't know, he had like some long-winded thing about it. And then in the future, we had a whole back and forth because that situation, the Tiki Torch situation, when um, they were taking down the Confederate statues in, um, damn, was that Charleston, South Carolina? I believe it was. Um, when they were taking down the Confederate statues at that school. Damn, I was thinking of, um, I was thinking of living there at one point, too. That's crazy. I don't know if it was Charleston or, I don't know. I, I, so I, this wasn't planned, so we don't have the research yeah. involved. So, so forgive us for that. But, um... I can't, he was staying at the crib. I came out the room and he just said, he was like, yo, they're taking down the Confederate statues. And I was like, good. <laughs> and we were kind of like at a standstill because we realized we had two different reactions to it. And then this turned into a whole debate about the Civil War. And I'm sorry, um, but why, why would he have thought that you would have felt the way he felt about that? <laughs> because one, he thinks very much about how he thinks. And to him, it's just, it's a piece of history that shouldn't be removed. And now I hear that, but I don't see any point in celebrating losers. That will never make sense. There's you... been a total of 114 Confederate monuments removed so far. Good. I, I'm looking for 100 more. Um, Even rolling up to my wife's aunt crib in, uh, in, in St. Cloud, Florida, I mean... Every, I mean, when, whenever we pull up to, uh, I told you before, like you have like a double, one of those double, um, streets, like first it's, I'm not going to say what it is, but it'll be like Thomas road, then Thomas place that by itself that's annoys Queens. me. And then that's Queens in well, New York. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, what's <laughs> crazy. There's actually other places that are like that too. It's not just this, Queens. There's plenty of places like that. In Georgia, but, apparently, in Atlanta, they have a Peachtree Lane, they have a Peachtree Road, they have a Peachtree Place. <laughs> well, the point is, I know that when, first, that's the first annoyance, and I know that after that is going to be um, a lane of Blue Lives Matter flags, Confederate flags, and so on. And yeah, I mean, nothing's changed. It's still the same shit. They're still flying this shit out there. Um, And on the same block, you'll also see a lot of American flags, you know, probably being hung. And to me, I mean, that kind of says something to me because it's like, 
if I'm hanging up the American flag and another person hanging up the Confederate flag, there'd be an issue. Sure, <laughs> you do what you will in your property. However, I don't see, I don't see, I don't know, you tossing garbage in his lawn because he's an enemy. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, I don't know how those people feel, but regardless, how the people with the American flags feel, but I have an idea. But, um, but the point is, it just came across as very uneducated about, um, civil war, slavery, uh, I'm just, it just, he just showed that he had very little knowledge about this and it's not his fault. That's the Connecticut school system. But I want to highlight that because, you know, you had said that it's, it's a lot of, a lot of this is in the South, but they don't want to teach these things. And it's already been happening in places like Connecticut, which is next yeah. door to us. And I actually want to correct something. I, I misspoke a little bit. So I was researching. I want to just touch up. Um, so essentially what's going on is people are fighting back against teaching slavery in schools more predominantly. And they are using the critical race theory as a reason to fight back. Essentially what it is, is an academic concept uh, that says racism is a social construct and it's not merely the product of individual bias or prejudice. It's like, and essentially um, I thought it was interesting because along with what you said about him not knowing anything regarding the, you know, the Civil War, Connecticut in particular actually has a law that supports um, us learning about the Holocaust, which I thought was interesting. Because the Holocaust, I'm not going to say it, it kind of indirectly affected us, I feel, in my own personal opinion, but it is a Oh, no, the Holocaust affected the world. Man, speaking, yeah. <laughs> but in the same strength, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, slavery also affected damn near the whole world. Every country had it set up in their Indeed. own system. You know what I mean? And now for us to mandate teaching about the Holocaust and not have that same energy when it comes to slavery, when it affects us, so still to this day, um, institutional racism, all that good stuff, it, it's kind of crazy to me. It's a little wild. Well, I just want to say, too, to emphasize the fact that, yes, slavery happened in different places in the world. However, chattel slavery did not happen everywhere in the world. This happened. This is the Caribbean, and this is in, um, in the U.S. And um, it's a disgusting, horrifying practice. You don't know the difference between slavery and chattel slavery slavery was often used to i mean slaves were paid given housing fed and uh within chattel slavery you're also i mean there's a very long list um whipped whipped until until your 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 parts of your body are unrecognizable um removal of fingers toes uh raping raping slaves and and forcing um forcing uh women to have to have children that'll be future slaves too so it's horrible horrible system that should have never existed but um in regards to why it's why it's important like the Holocaust, it's just, it's why it's important to the world as the Holocaust is, is because an atrocity like this existed in the everyday world that we know. 
You mm. know what I'm saying? Like we, and even now, I mean, there's still atrocities at foot, but we're sitting here chilling and people in Palestine are being blown up daily. You know, it's a war zone in, in places that people live. You know what I mean? Um, but that's the point. That's why, that's why it's important. Um, now, when we're talking about that they want to they want to effectively step away from teaching these subjects i mean it's not it's not even just race I mean we'll stick mostly to race, but it is sexuality too. What aspects of race and sexuality do you guys think they're trying to hide or to keep away race is sexuality. No, no, I said race and sexuality. Oh, I was about to say, wait, oh, what? Race and <laughs> sexuality. I don't know how to prepare for that argument. <laughs> I mean, there is such thing as racist sexuality, though, because there's been a lot of men out there who would date and probably like a lot of white men out there who would date and marry a black woman just to feel like, the, you know, he's above them in a way. I actually just, I don't know, I don't remember when it was, but I did remember hearing about something like that at one point. Well, I was saying when, I mean, in considering that they're trying to not teach these subjects in school, I'm saying in terms of the places that are trying to keep the, keep keep these things from being taught, what aspects of race and sexuality do you guys feel like they're trying to keep their general, their general populace from? Like, what are they trying to hide? What are they trying to subdue? What is it that's so important that they're trying to keep their children and, and future adults from learning? That we have some individuals that may be superior and that we, like, for example, there's a lot of things that I didn't learn in school, like inventors, like like African-American inventors, you know? A lot of a lot of the things that I did hear about though were the white people inventing things and people who were European inventing things. And then later on come to find out that they were the ones that stole it from the African Americans, you know? So I feel like that's part of the things that they don't want us to really know. Like basically the truth behind who like who the real inventors were for certain things. Yeah, and I mean, even in terms of um that being said, what type of what type of thinking do you think that that develops when you well prior to you learning that it's actually Africans and African Americans that invented these things? Um, what type of thinking do you think develops when you think when school is teaching the only white people invent things? It teaches us that that African Americans are inferior and they are superior. They're smarter. We're dumber. We don't really know how to do things, but yet white people have the answers for everything. Well, I wouldn't even say in terms of African-Americans. I would just say in terms of just white is right and and, and white is superior. That if you need the answers, you need to evolve in a society, you need white people to do it. I think that's um, that's what it says when you are led to believe that there's only white people who are inventing things only white people who can be in charge of things like that when you approach a white person i mean like you said that you that you are lesser than that because you don't invent you don't lead and um but to later 
have to learn on your own most of the time that a lot of these inventions did not genuinely come from white people. They actually came from someone that worked for them or they generally uh, saw the idea out there and just saw it was for the taking because they felt like an African-American was lesser than them and they knew what they could do with it. You know what I mean? Um, But to ask a controversial question, I guess, for you both, um, in the idea of a white inventor stealing it from African-American, right? Do you believe that this might be of some consolation? Because let's say, for example, black man invents something, right? White man sees its use, decides to take it. No, no, sorry. Black man invents something. He's been using this for years. White man sees it, takes the idea, and now the general population is using it in all their homes. Do you think that that's a consolation of stealing that idea? Yes or no? I I figured I I would let you... Did he do anything to make it better? Did he do anything to make it better? It's not about better. I guess the argument would be would it have blown up had it have stayed in the hands of that African-American person? To be honest, probably not because he didn't have the resources to put it out there. But either way, even let's say um, it's it's not a consolation that, you know, everybody's using it now because at the end of the day, the person who invented it, who thought about it, who improved it, who worked on it, spent years of his life developing this idea, this theory, whatever the case may be, is never going to get the recognition he deserves for all the time he invested into that. And even if it comes out years, years, and years later, it's still going to be attached to the person who he stole it from. That's, I mean, who stole it from him. So at the end of the day, I I don't feel like it's any consolation. It's great that everybody can benefit from it, but I don't know. There's something... It's like having your achievements acknowledged. You have to have your achievements acknowledged. Like, it, it, it fucks with you when you feel like everything. Think of it. Think of it like this: If somebody went and studied at college for four years, decided to, yo, I'm gonna go get my master's, whatever the case may be. And after they do all that, they done passed all the grades, they done all the shit, they got the 4.0 grade point average, and then. At the very last moment, Stephanie walks on stage and takes the degree. You're not going to feel some type of way? No, it's not about feeling some type of way. Of course you do. What I'm saying is, um, what I'm saying is along the lines of, should, is that the wrong way to evolve as a society? Yes. But did we need that to happen that way? Like, for example, had, in terms of what Stephanie's saying, she's saying, like, had, um, had Thomas Jeff, I mean, Thomas Jefferson, had Thomas Edison not stolen his idea, 
what if we didn't have light bulbs for 50 years after that? You know what I'm saying? And then that would push that would push a lot of um a lot of other inventions. I mean, that would push a lot of other inventions back. So he stole it, but I'm saying, for example's sake, we got it 50 years earlier. You're saying that's not a consolation? That's not an evolution for society? I feel like even if we didn't get the light bulb for 50 years later, whatever the case may be, uh, there would have been other, there could have been possibly other inventions that would have did the same job as the light bulb. Innovation. You know what I mean? It was actually yeah, a couple. It, it's a very... It was interesting to me. I don't have the information right now because I ain't planning on asking this isn't question. The, is, isn't the potato chips also, wasn't that also created by, by a black man? I don't know. But the I fact of the matter is, this is a very morally, amb- it's not morally ambiguous to me because in the same strength, it, it is what it is. You stole it to profit from it and you had no intention of giving the person who worked on it any sort of recognition. And years later, they're going to so, die bitter, hurt, ashamed. That's fucked up. I mean, a big example of that is um, is Haiti Lamar, who is actually the front runner of who created the iPhone. And the per- even though the person took credit for it, uh, we know as Steve Jobs, had known as Steve Jobs. And that's just, I mean, that's just an example I wanted to give for people who would think that this stopped, like, years ago, back in the day that, you know, I mean, right, this still, this still happens now, and this isn't just white people steal inventions from black people, it's also men that steal inventions from women, in this case. Um, but yeah, I mean, even, even going down to stuff like the, uh, Jack Daniels. I'm still looking for that bottle, Uncle Nearest. You know what I'm saying? Um, I wanna, I wanna, I'm trying to taste the original. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> but um, now in terms of in terms of um, hiding these aspects of history, how do you think that can affect our generation? Our specifically our generation. What was the question again? Um, considering considering um these aspects of history wanting to be kept away from from again kept away from the children, the future adults in schools. How do you think that this affects our generation specifically? How can it affect our generation specifically if kids now are not learning about these things? I I kind of feel a little sad about it, though, because I, I feel like it kind of now falls on our parents again to have to teach us a lot of things that they should really be basing in school. Like a lot of these things they should be touching up in school, you know? Wait, but the um, parents are the ones voting on it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I also just feel like a lot of our parents who don't know in in this sense wouldn't really know to vote on this. A lot of our parents don't really vote. Let's be honest. How many minorities vote that you know of off the top of your head? Oh, you uh, plenty actually. Well, I don't know that many people who actually vote. So that's just like, th- that's just one thing that I have to consider the fact that 
we may not even know a lot of a lot of the things that we can do in order to make this happen you know where our kids are learning this stuff in school but needless to say it'll act i feel like it'll affect us very badly in generations and generations to come because again i mean we're, we're not really learning the truth i feel like in school we learn a lot of a lot of the things that are just um what's the word i'm looking for we learn a lot of the 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 just the surface of things and then once we get into college it's like oh by the way whatever they taught you in high school and middle school was a bold-faced lie this is this is what like really happened and i feel like it's a shock to all of us in order i mean all of us that don't aren't really woke at a young age um what the truth is behind all of these all of these history lessons that we did actually learn in school um, but I do feel like it'll affect us um, and generations to come because they're not really learning the truth off, off, you know, off rip. We'll see. I mean, I feel like that was the uh, longer way. I mean, longer than what I would say. I mean, for me, it's just I feel like we have little racist assholes <laughs> um, coming up behind us that we're gonna have to deal with in the future. Um. And just to say, even in that, I mean, that's a that's a, a facet of this I want to address too, because I feel like it's not even that they would be racist necessarily. I feel like I mean, at the, it, it would be ignorant. That's like, yeah, yeah, they're gonna be the ignorant. Point. That's guaranteed. Racism isn't that's guaranteed. The Their parents are racist. That's the cost well, of it. They would grow up ignorant, and whenever anybody a minority. Or in this case, being as we're touching on race specifically, when a black person says, yo, y'all have a history of doing fucked up shit, they're going to be like, no, we don't. I didn't learn that in school. This is a lot. What are you talking about? Over here dragging. What are you talking about? We saved the Indians. We saved the Indians. And that's the cost of it. Christopher Columbus didn't murder people. Real talk, though, and I've also talked about this, too, that when I was a kid, I had this long, um, I had this huge, if anybody knows about these white books, I mean, you can let me know what it's called. It was like, like one book would be like Sacagawea, Courage, and then, I don't know, uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, Honesty, Thomas Edison, Creativity. If somebody could figure out the names of those, these books were made for children and gave a very simplified idea of how I don't know history <laughs> and um just give you very basic things like Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves Thomas Edison invented the light bulb Benjamin Franklin was struck by lightning discovered electricity mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and um but it but but it matters because it's like to 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 get to get kind of uh cooking on people. It's like when you add something to be the base of your sauce. You know what I mean? You throw in butter in the beginning. No matter what you throw in the pan after that, there's still butter in the beginning. So I guess what I'm saying is, regardless of what I learn, that's in the back of my head. That this is what I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Still to this day, I can know um. I can know that uh, Haiti Lamar is the person that um, really pushed forward uh, the create the creation of, of of smartphones. But you ask somebody real quick, Steve Jobs. 
right off bat. You know what I mean? Um, and I mean that that's why perception perception matters a lot, and um, the molding your children matters a lot because again, that's my base knowledge. My base knowledge, the base knowledge of American children in general is is push towards white privilege. I mean, no matter how we, no matter how we put it. Um, I mean, as we were, as we were saying before, like, like Stephanie had said before, um, according to American schools, white people invent things, white people are leaders, white people, um, put this nation together. You know what I mean? White people invented America or, That's or way to phrase it. however people might put it. Um, these alt-right people, um, no, 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 what were they called? I think they were called the alt-right, alt-right people who were saying that, you know, we should be, uh, we should be proud of white privilege, we should be proud of, of, of our colonization of America, and so on and so forth. I think, I think that not teaching these things is how you get more yeah. of that also. People who, who are, yeah, like uh, they're under attack mirroring neo-nazis so i figure it uh, to echo sort of what you're saying but from the way i see it is they feel like they're under attack when anybody else goes like they want to feel proud of their you know achievements their history but they cherry pick it because of ignorance in a manner of speaking like you weren't taught everything all the stuff that you know, comes from what was done in the past. So that is why people are pro-black, pro-Italian, pro-whatever the case may be. But when you just say you're pro-white, that is, it's kind of a touchy subject. You know what I mean? And, oh, I just forgot where I was going to (laughs) go. I was going to chime in really quickly and just mention one of the books that just recently, one of my, one of my Facebook friends, um, her son, you know, told her, Hey, you know, I want you to read this book for me, you know, whatever. It was like, right, like right before going to bed. And she's like, you know, I don't really want to read right now, but you know, fine, whatever. I'll just do one chapter for you. He goes and he hands her the book. Mind you, this is, you know, they're, they're a mixed family, I guess you can say, because mom is black, dad is white, um, and they got, you know, mixed kids. But the father, you know, told the mom, I want you to teach our kids, you know, everything that has to do with history, right? So sure enough, she he pulls out this book. Do you guys remember the A to Z Mysteries books? No. I. The who? The A to Z Mystery books. That sounds really familiar. If if you need to take a moment, Google it and just look and start looking at the titles of the books, right? But this one book that he pulled up is called Mayflower Treasure Hunt. <laughs> okay. So she's pissed as hell because she's like, How the hell did this book get into our bookcase? You know, this set in the third. And she basically, you know, she basically tells, you know, the kid, you know, besides the fact that this book is lying about the smallpox and generations of racial oppression. I'm going to read it for you. Okay. Within like, maybe like a couple sentences into the book, she just put it away because in part of the book, it mentions how, um, how apparently some of the people were scared of their belongings being stolen 
And so they would lock it up in a certain part of the of, of the ship and shit like that. Hold up. <laughs> yes. 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 So she literally put the book over. She was like, hell fucking no. We're not reading this right now. It was crazy. It was crazy. And and she she put up a picture of the you know the expert of the book. Like she put up a section of it. And it was like she apparently Emma Brown had her had her jewelry taken. And yeah, it was crazy how they would how they would really perceive like history like that. Now don't leave that out. You know these natives steal. <laughs> Stop. You know these natives in the land that we don't belong to, we never been to, that we're taking land from, they steal. <laughs> um but that, that by itself. Yeah, that it, that by itself just gives you an idea of what our history looks like. No, but again, I mean that's a but that's a perfect example of of like I said how how they they go to mold children, and um, it was actually Hitler who said, "Damn," he said some shit like, "If you give me you give me a child, um, and I'll have them for life, something like that. You give me a five year old, and I'll have that's them for deep. life." And he'll say, and he's saying that because if you're coaching from that early age, like I said, you're taking their base, you're forming their base, you're forming the foundation. The foundation to this building is fucked up. This building is going to come down. You know what I'm saying? If it's built strong, it's going to stand tall. You could build whatever you want on it. But the foundation is ultimately what's going to influence that type of build. And um, people don't think that that's a big deal. People are, uh, whatever and even right now um and again you know there's a lot of stuff it doesn't matter um and even now in terms of uh in terms of remote learning where parents are so accustomed to seeing you know i'm just gonna send my kid to school they learn in school and that's that that's that's the beginning and end of their education and now that you have kids having to um do remote learning where they're home and you have to do a little bit more you have to be a little bit more involved as a parent in terms of their learning. It, it's falling apart. And with that being said, their base is, is, is crumbling. I was playing call of duty the other day. I hear the kids, um, remote class in the background, <laughs> like, because they're not being watched and not being monitored. Um, and, uh, it, it it could just be whatever. I had listened. I had listened. In, actually, I had listened into my sister's um class one day, and, and she's in um the third grade. No, no, she's in the fourth grade. And um, in terms of, I don't obviously don't remember fourth grade that well, but I know enough that my teacher didn't have a nasty ass attitude throughout the whole class. You know what I mean? But and as frustrating as it may be, I mean, I definitely feel for teachers also. And again, it does go back to the parents and what the parents need to do to make sure that um I don't even know how to put it that the uh yeah, that it's running smooth. Um this is the base of your children. This is this is especially for young children, this is arguably one of the most important times for them to learn. Um, you know, amazing thing about about humans is that you know we really adapt we really adapt based on our uh environments or circumstances and so on and 
we're going we're going to grow from that. We're going to evolve in that. And if and if it's in the wrong thing or taking the wrong direction, we're going to be in the wrong direction. And as an adult, it's not as simple to uh to correct. But um, I don't know. It's just it's it's even thinking. I mean, even just thinking about that is just is just kind of sad well, to me. I, I but, do have um, a question for both of you. Um, it's yeah. kind of literal in a sense because. This now affects both of you. Uh, I know Cookie does eventually want to have a family. I'm not sure your feelings on that also, but you both are going to be living in a state that is pushing to not have slavery really taught heavy in schools. Would y'all go out and vote against that? Would y'all not? Would y'all just accept what it is? No, I mean... I had said that um I plan on I plan on homeschooling. Like I gotta say you don't know you don't know what my plans are as far as that and I've said I'm gonna homeschool a bunch of times. But either way, um I think we're I mean we're trying to do our best to strategize how homeschooling can work and I think that uh working in a remote environment is gonna play a huge part in how we can actually make that happen. But um even if my kid was just learning remotely. I mean, sorry, even if my kid was just being homeschooled, it's still, it's still to, I don't even know how to put it. It's still to the, the education of my community to make sure that people are, are, are aware and have access to this knowledge. So I'm still going to vote against it either way. Like, you're not going to take this away from the people that are going to be my child's peers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and raise and have them in that in that living in that world of ignorance because again you know we had said earlier that the ignorance is guaranteed the racism isn't but it's not like the ignorance doesn't still hurt us it still works towards the the it still works towards white privilege that hurts us i feel like no i'm be, so sorry go ahead finish finish no 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 go I, ahead. I just wanted to uh not clap back at what you said, but I feel like if, with knowledge, racism would become a thing of the past. Yeah, with 100%. education, proper education between all facets, um, we would reach a deeper level of understanding. And I think that's what is more needed. But even before that, um, because that, I mean, I hear you 100% and that is to be, that's that's facts. But what comes before education is the want for education, instilling the understanding that you need this. Not that it's optional, not that, um, in which that's what arguably all these states are saying, that education is optional, um, but that you need this and you need as much of it as possible. I think, I don't know what, I don't know what they plan on take. I don't know what they plan on, uh, replacing replacing um this information with you can't replace history i'm gonna be honest with you though if you were really looking to homeschool your kids florida may not be the place that you would want to move to because if you're looking to homeschool florida still has a hand in what you're teaching your kids at home oh every state does not necessarily because south carolina where my homegirl lives she has more freedom for homeschooling her children than she would have if she would have moved to Florida. New York is totally against that shit, you know? 
And that I learned because of the experiences that she went through. But when she did her research and finding out all the laws and things like that in Florida, they also still push for you to, you know, for you to have your kids in the school system. But if you did want to have them homeschooled, they still have a hand in that as well, because they need to see what you're, what you are actually teaching your children. At the end of the day, they can't control shit. So that's the first thing. I mean, you say that now until ACS knocking on your door, like boom, boom, boom. You are neglecting your child. Oh, you oh, you didn't go grocery shopping this week? Well, too bad, so sad. Now your child is gone with us, you know? So I'm just saying in terms of... I think that's uh, always been wild in itself. Yeah, it, and it, it's, it's crazy as hell that they could do some shit like that. But they the state has more power than what you think they do. The state well, really does have more power than what you think they do. Well, what I'm saying is... Um, for one, not going to get wrapped up in the idea of how they think they have, because at the end of the day, we're the ones in control of how we educate our children, no matter how, no matter how it is. Because even if your kid goes to school, they come home and you still have however much time before they go to bed to teach them whatever you want to teach them. When it comes down to the school system having their hand in it, it's a matter of they have to have, there's certain things they have to have knowledge on. They have to be able to pass certain tests and, and meet certain parameters um, in order for you to be able to continue homeschooling without that CPS knocking at your door. So at the end of the day, you can teach what you want to teach. However, they still have to pass that test at the end of the day. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. What, y'all said, what both y'all think makes sense? Fuck the state. Fuck government. <laughs> why, okay why, okay sovereign citizen okay why, why you say that in somebody else's voice though oh, like can't I you can't say that in your right own voice watch your mouth like, 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 like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay okay sovereign citizen ass <laughs> i'm done no but in in when i do plan to have on kids well, i'm sorry when i do plan to have kids my You're bad that totally came out wrong um well um, when I do have kids, I would like to have done the homeschooling factor of it, but that, that would be a little bit hard for me to do unless I were to hire a private tutor. Now, if I could get a private tutor and have them do the education for me, I'm cool with that. But of course I would, I would have to, you know, look over everything that they're, that they're teaching my kid too. Um, I'm going to definitely have a say in a lot of that, <laughs> you know, um, but if I have to have my kids in the school system, I'm still going to have that conversation with them and stating that, you know, this is, this is, this is real history. You know, this is, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take them to the, to the Black History Museum in DC. I want to take them to these places that will actually show them what is actually, what is actually in fact the truth and not what the schools are teaching you or teaching them in that sense. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, like I said, I mean, same as I said before, it all it all just comes down to you. It comes down to you what you feel like is going to be what's best for your kids, what's what's the best for your situation. And um, no, everybody doesn't have the opportunity to um, everybody doesn't have the opportunity to homeschool, but everybody has the opportunity to teach. And again, that's why, like I said, the perception of it matters because I feel like. I'm not saying you necessarily, even though you kind of did say that, but um, we still have the ability to teach our kids when they get home, regardless. No matter how we do it, I mean, if you want to, I mean, 
depends on your kid's threshold for, you know, being taught stuff. I mean, I have a, um, a cousin who's kind of struggling with this because he feels like there's, even in New York, um, there's a lot of things they don't teach in school in which he feels like there's a lot of, uh, he, he, he takes out an hour, two hours, um, I want to say maybe even daily that he um, decides to teach, teach his kids. And, um, and that's unheard of in a lot of households, you know what I'm saying? But that's uh that's part of what the government wants that um that they uh can choose how and when how and when our children excuse me how and when our children learn and excuse me and what they learn. I believe it. But moving on, but moving on to um to the other part because you you had just uh touched on it. What are the states that are um trying to um trying to ban ban these teachings i recall three states but i i'm i had a little trouble tracking down the official states so the states that were listed to me were uh florida louisiana and i believe it was south carolina don't quote me on south carolina but florida and louisiana they're big time against it they're pushing back against that um and one of the reasons I saw from the parent, because you know they had to show a clip, was that in teaching these things, we are teaching uh, their children that they are inherently bad or something along those lines. And that's not fair to them. Which, no. Wait, what do you mean bad? Like, oh, you, 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 you do bad things. Like, like society expects of me as a black guy or a black boy, oh, you're automatically going to steal because you're black. They feel or fear, according to this mom, that something along those lines would happen by teaching their children this line of history, which is also interesting because in Germany, it's required that you learn about the Holocaust. That's a part of the education system here. And they'll, so that you can understand where you come from, the things that you've done to hopefully make an improvement See, on the future. And that's something I didn't even know. I didn't even know that. See, and I'm going to, and like I said before, I'm going to see what I could do to have a resident German that speaks English yeah. on the show talk to us about that. Um, what I know on top of my head is uh, Texas, Florida, and Louisiana. And, Texas, Florida, Louisiana, and uh, Rhode really? Island. And that's... And as I said earlier, I mean, Sean in Connecticut never learned nothing about that. And I don't know if that speaks to a school, speaks to a state. But I know people from New York who have moved to Connecticut and had to deal with a lot of racism when they went out. There. I mean, I dealt with racism when I had um, spent my time out there. Um, There's a lot of ignorance, and a lot of racism here in the in, in North also. Um, But Texas specifically is is uh was on my list because their 87th leg Texas legislator um they just sorry they just Ooh. passed a bill <laughs> that they're calling 87 Texas legislator um saying the bill says teachers cannot be required to discuss current events or controversial issues related to public policy or social affairs now i know that it says that however <laughs> however they were just fighting to not teach slavery in schools. So when they're speaking on social affairs, um, 
I have to I have to imagine that this is directly what they're speaking on. Um, and how to tiptoe around it. Right. They had to give it. I mean, I guess that didn't pass, but they found a different way to. If anything, this is worse because I feel like they they've more yeah. broadened it out mm-hmm. into having a selective, having a mo- even more selective way of um, teaching current events. Yeah. Like, okay, this happens. This is good to me personally as a teacher, but this gay thing or this black thing or this activist thing or civil rights thing, I don't like that stuff, so I'm not going to teach that. Um, But uh, I took some quotes from here too, just people who had opinions on it. Um, Why you, know, you just... find those... Um those quotes i do have a question so yeah. as you as we've just now touched on several specific states who are voting against it as a parent who's looking to homeschool do you feel like the government should get in um should touch on the school systems more and have a more control uh controlled what's the word i'm looking for line for it like, oh, you have to teach these things and you have to make sure this is part of the curriculum, things like that. Or do you feel like each state should be able to just do their own thing because it also allows you to somewhat homeschool your children the way you want to? Oh, I guess what you're saying is if if I vote on them having more control, then I'm also voting on having more control for myself, homeschooling yes. as a parent. At least full time. But if I don't vote for it, right, but then if I don't vote for it, then I'm voting for them to have more control over my yeah. at-home curriculum. Or less control. But, but at the same time, I mean, it goes back to my statement before. They can have whatever control they want over the curriculum. That doesn't change what I teach my child, okay. though. So... At the end of the day, I mean, they could have, you know, whatever test and I could prep them for that test, but that doesn't change uh, what I teach otherwise. You know, maybe I feel like I teach everything that I need to teach in a five-hour period versus the seven-hour period that school typically is. Maybe I feel more comfortable in a nine-hour period. I mean, whatever my schedule can dictate also or, or schedule me and my wife, whatever the case may be. Or maybe but, even doing a year-round school where the kids are in school for three months off for one, you know? Instead of it being right. a traditional nine months, in, I mean, 10 months in school and then two months off. I'm sure, I'm sure if you do a mathematical equation, it comes out to like, we teach them for the whole year instead of uh, with the same vacations, aside from the summer break, it probably comes out to teaching a kid for maybe four hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. That's However, true. thank you. However, the test is still going to come around at the same time. So you still got to prep them. You know, they still got to uh, meet those deadlines. But can I ask you yeah. guys something? Do you even think there's a point for these standardized tests? Let's be honest. Uh, I do. So you believe that states should have regents and things like that? You Do you think that all states should have that? I'm not saying regents, but I believe there should right. be some type of aptitude test across across the line to get a gist of what a child's learning experiences, but not even because it isn't test for learning experience, but it should be a test for one for learning experience and, and general aptitude. Like, yeah, what type of person is about to go into society? Into society, I believe there should be a mental health aspect. They should believe there should be a psychological aspect. I agree to with it that. Also, I agree with that heavily. But too many times, but too many times, we find that these tests are um actually push out 
nothing. Children of color. <laughs> that it, it not only pushes out children of color, but also pushes out a lot of different types of thinkers. Like, not everybody um, is a visual thinker, is a... Uh, is application some people are application type thinkers like myself but that stuff doesn't really work on a paper test yeah. you know what i'm saying you I'm... have you have you have you have a test that proves whether or not you're a square when you have triangles and circles and and hexagons and shit you know what i'm saying but that's another reason why i feel like a lot of these standardized tests are bogus because if you have a child that's coming from another country and they didn't learn those things, those aren't standard for them in their country, then they're obviously going to do much worse than somebody that is from here. Wow. Now, do I think that they should do some type of like testing? Like for, like I used to have these tests when I was in, in school growing up every year we had it, it was called ITBS. These tests, we would do one in one, one in the beginning of the year. And then one at the end of the year. And that that's how they would test our progress as far as what we learned in school and, and if we're if we're still good to go to the next level. That test also did take take into play if whether or not we would, you know, go you know, go on to the next grade. Do I feel like they should have something like that? Yes. I feel like they should have something like the ITBS test where the kids take it. Yeah, right. <laughs> where the kids take it every every um every year. Um, in terms of the government being in on it, <clears throat> I'm sorry, in having more of a hand in it, I feel like they should only because I feel like all these states have different standards in their education system, and some states are doing horrible. Like for example, Florida. Florida apparently has one of the worst ratings in schools in the school system. Florida in the man. US. I feel like if the government. Florida boy. Uh, he's. You're so stupid. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, though, I feel like if the government had more more hand in that and it not be based on the states, I feel like we would have more of a standard of an education of an education level that we would want our kids to be on and then move from there. Yeah, but I also feel like that's that much more of teaching. That could be teaching that much more. Um of inside of the square that I was already afraid of. If you have everybody doing the same kind of test, I mean, everybody doesn't come from the same place with the same um with the same experiences. And though the test doesn't cover that enough, it at least covers it a little bit, varying by you know different states and different regions. Should there be should there be a lot more in consideration because of the difference between somebody who grows up in New York and somebody who grows up in Florida? I mean, let's even look at it like, you know, in New York, let's say you have the stock exchange, for example. That doesn't necessarily exist the same in Florida, where let's say agriculture is more prominent. You get what I'm saying? That's why I'm like, we can't we can't just teach a gen a very generally like that. So apparently the ITBS stood for Iowa Test of Basic Skills. I didn't even know that. The Iowa? Iowa Test, yeah, of That's Basic Skills. And this is a test that we used to take in school when I was in New York. We used to take this every year in the beginning and in the end for them to track where we were. 
Right. I mean, they have to scale. They have to scale where you're at. I mean, same thing with the um, the same thing with the uh, with the state tests. The SATs. The SATs is actually well, I actually no, because everybody doesn't take the SAT either. I don't think anybody takes the SAT anymore. Correct? They do to go into college. No, I think the SAT is gone. I think now it's just the uh, I can't remember the, the other regions? test. No, no, no. The regions doesn't even matter when it comes to getting to college. No, people, so it stupid. says on here people still take it. Oh, for some reason I thought it was gone. <clears throat> you may um, be talking about like AP tests and shit like that. I'm not sure. But um what was I saying? Yeah, I mean I was gonna take I was taking some um some things from the people in Texas that had opinions on the uh on um this bill passing. Um one says right now they're teaching things out there and they're being taught in some Texas public schools that say one race or sex is inherently superior to the other. And we don't respond to these horrible things. We don't respond to these things with these American ideas that we all aspire to. And we abandon those and we go to this level. We can't imagine how bad, how bad that will be for these children and for the future of our country. Uh, Another one says, we are concerned it will have a chilling effect on educators by dictating when they can and cannot talk about and they, what they can and cannot talk about in their classrooms and what can be made part of their course and what can't which is kind of what I was saying before that's from Ger- governmental relations manager Jennifer Mitchell and um and the last one I feel like is the most important and that's saying that others have raised concern that it prohibits districts from requiring staff to participate in training that quote unquote presents any form of race or sex stereotyping or blame on the basis of race or sex um what it says to me is they'll be taught the same privilege they're accustomed to without the proper understanding of how or why i don't know sorry that's what i was saying that i put in my notes (laughs) is that what that is that what that says to me is that they'll be the same privilege that they're accustomed to is going to be reinforced without understand because there there is no understanding of how it got there you know what i'm saying i mean that goes back to what we were saying before uh what we were saying earlier now that raises an important um an important thing to me because yeah if i mean just i mean not even just um well in terms of how the ignorance builds up on the race thing like again there are certain topics that would be approached by somebody who's ignorant like that that's going to offend somebody else because they just have little to no understanding about it there's um cultural differences that people will not be aware of and not understand or and 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 can uh what's the word can kind of be adverse to because it's so different it's something they've never even been shown before you know what i'm saying and reinforces my mom's idea about, I mean, she had said to me early on that, you know, and why I hate the Tyler Perry movies, because not even just Tyler Perry movies, but just movies, and this includes the slavery movies, that just present um, people of color in a light where you have states that don't have any, that don't see a lot of black people, and their only idea of black people is on TV. And this is what's presented, you know what I'm saying? So, there's a lot of different sections to that 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 
raises a lot of concerns as to why they would um why they would stop uh deciding to teach this to people to children well it also helps them control and the they, narrative of some sort you know on how we are presented but then it also goes into how do you teach the teacher you know what i mean in a manner of speaking that's a very poor way of putting it um I don't want to go off on the tangent. Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, we, we all share the same sentiment of it doesn't, it makes no sense. And I think again, us as a generation who are the, the, the next, the next leaders up more or less, um, we have to be the ones to, to push for that change. We have to be the ones to, um, force that, force that knowledge onto people even if schools don't want to teach it because at the end of the day the truth is the truth um my question is uh regardless of this whole conversation you know we're just talking about how schools want to stop teaching about slavery how about why have they want to prohibit the teaching of slavery and social issues and so on but what about what about what's already been prohibited and that's teaching the history of Africa beyond slavery. I don't really, I understand what you mean, but in the same strength, we don't live in Africa. So I'm not knocking them for not having full fledged Africa history in a manner of speaking. Nigga, we don't live in Europe yeah, either. But and we're still learning European so history, the main which European is beyond history me. that I learned was things that had affected us when trying to grow as a country, specifically. You know what I mean? Outside of that, I don't know why, you know, their kings and queens, their lineage, all this, that, and the third. I learned specifically how what they were doing were trying to affect us. And, and even that, I look from a certain kind of, I take it with a grain of salt in my later years because I know it's not as black and white and as we are right, as it's presented. You know what I mean? Well, what I'm saying is this. <clears throat> I mean, I hear what you're saying, that we do, the European history that we talk about um, is more directly to how it affects America, too. But I'm thinking more of how Africa, how Africa affects the world when you go from... I don't know, examples like the Moors teaching the Spanish how to wash their asses for the first time. When you go to um when you go to Egypt and the people of Kemet teaching religion teaching religion to different societies, when you go to um arithmetic coming out of Africa and being taught to the the Greeks for basic math, you know what I'm saying? Because why would they do that? We're that would take away from America's greatness. They and that's the last thing they want. But see, I don't agree on that because I don't feel like I don't feel like the curriculums teach America's greatness. I feel like they teach the white man's greatness. It doesn't really matter where they come from because Well for a long time at the end of the Well for a long time, white greatness was America's greatness. It's just as time progresses, more and more people in America are you know immigrants whatever the case may be and the standards starting to change 
but for a long time, white greatness was synonymous with America greatness. And that's just what it was. Right. And I mean, that goes back to what we were saying that um, that this is to set up a a system of white privilege and they don't. Well, or not that it's even set up to create. Well, I mean, who knows? It depends. It depends on how it depends on whether the the tinfoil hat you have on is 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 uh Reynolds or or Crasdale, <laughs> but <laughs> Futown brand. <laughs> but cause some would argue that they teach white privilege to you know cons- to continue systemic racism, and others would argue that they don't directly teach white privilege, but due to the learning systems that we have in place, it it's just. It's it's what happens <laughs> because you're taught that white people know how to do everything, and you're not taught anything about what your people know how to do. Yeah. And there's too, but then, but like I said, there's too many examples of how um, Africans led the world at a point, and people don't don't want to know that, don't acknowledge that, and so on. People don't acknowledge that Africa ate. The Africa many times, not even Africa's rich is still the richest nation in the world. And what's funny is that people are very quick to talk about are very quick to talk about money. We're talking about paper. What runs the world is is the is, is the elements Girls. and the nutrients of the Natural world. Resources. And every single resource of this world exists in one place. They all exist in Africa. <laughs> We're talking about rich. We're talking about rich. Let's talk about the place that has everything. Let's talk about the place that every country in this world to source source something that doesn't naturally accumulate in their land, they have to go to Africa. Where is China? Where Where is Spain? Where are the Dutch? They go to Africa because they have to. Because they because this is the the most nutrient rich place in the world. Um, but like I said, perception wise, we don't have to learn that. And therefore, um, children of color don't see, don't have that perception of themselves. And that perception isn't considered important because people still have to debate whether systemic racism exists, whether uh, white privilege exists. I disagree with none of it in a manner of speaking. So I didn't, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> um, I just think that um, there is no reason you know what let me put it like this there's a reason why these white teachers are there's a reason why it's so much easier to just say Christopher Columbus discovered America there's a reason why that's easy. There's a reason why that's what you hand out to kids like cookies. Because telling the real truth is not it's not even about being hard for children to digest because children will digest that. I was just about to say imagine telling the kids well, you know, Christopher Columbus really came to the US and raped all these people. I don't think that's how we really want to put it out there, but 
But I think that the same way, I think that the same way you teach that, you can make it digestible for kids. Mm-hmm. But this the, is the this is, is why we say kids. No to, means though. no. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not what I mean. But I'm just, I'm just saying this is. The point is, we choose not to. I don't even want to say we, but I'm speaking from society societal standpoint. We just choose not to. It's easier to teach about um. It's easier to teach about uh, uh Christopher Columbus. Not even that. Like it, somehow, it's easier to teach about Christopher Columbus than Ponce de Leon. It's easier to teach about Thomas Edison than it is to teach about uh Lewis Latimer. It's easier to teach about uh. Steve Jobs than it is uh Haiti Lamar. Um I don't understand I don't understand why we can't begin to flip these curriculums and have again a digestible truth for children so that they can grow up with these things. And again, what's gonna be said and what's not going to be said is that it challenges the the, the idea of white privilege and white perception that America is built on. America is not America without white without that white perception, positive white perception and white privilege. That's why when Obama was president, people were so quick to say, this isn't America anymore. I don't know what place this is. That's not my America. That was my, that was my America, my redneck voice. <laughs> Sounded just like your normal voice. I'm sorry. No, I, I definitely did. I mean I wasn't in Florida for that long, but when I'm in Florida for a little bit longer, it'll it'll develop. It'll, it'll develop. Um but yeah. Um Bubba Schwarm, baby. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so that's one we definitely know we've we've had all the time we we have for today. Um I mean, what are y'all? What are your final thoughts on? Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe. What are your final thoughts on what we can do from our generational standpoint to to kind of fight, combat this ignorance, this 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 coming ignorance? Because bills are already passing, so we gotta uh, we gotta have something. I don't know. I kind of feel like all we can do is really just teach our kids and the younger generation, you know, the truth. Well, when you're saying I don't know, then what you're doing is uh you you're you're saying that I'm going to openly let my kids walk out into this world and be treated unfairly because other people are ignorant. That is not what I meant by that, but okay. <laughs> No, but I'm saying, but but what I'm you saying is by her. not having an answer. Criticize our final thought. Well, I mean, it, uh, final subject, not necessarily final thought. But what I'm saying is, um, by saying that there's nothing you can do is saying that your child that you raise, that you educate, is going to grow up in a system with other people who, again, feel like. Only white people can lead, only white people can invent, only white people can innovate, and then they don't get hired for jobs, they don't get, they don't get, and then when they do, they don't get that promotion, and so on. So what, so that's why I'm saying, what is something that we can do as a generation 
to make to combat that ignorance that's going to come inevitably because of places like Texas that already have these bills passed. The only thing you're required to do with knowledge, in my opinion, is to share it. That's how you increase knowledge and how you have discussions like the one we're having today. So a great way to combat it and mainly, in my opinion, the only way to combat it is to have these conversations with your friends, to have these talking points so that they can educate you, you can educate them, and hopefully meet somewhere in the middle. Well, I mean, at the same time, we're, we're, we're three people of color, yeah. so... I mean, we're not teaching we're not teaching each other nothing. <laughs> where, where the ears is going. To be honest, you, got, you guys can still teach me a little something here and there, because... You mentioned a couple names there that I never even heard of. Louis Latimer, Katie Lamar. I never knew those names before. Never go. heard of them. I had to well, Haley, them. Haley Lamar is not a person of color, but either way. She was a woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who was I saying? Why am I, why am I zipping and unzipping this thing? It's, it's, first of all... First of all, you know, I thought funny. that that was KP laughing for a second. <laughs> Nah, I, it's like I can't leave it because it could sound like it could sound like like I'm zipping my pants or something later. But then the real answer is also weird because I'm just zipping and unzipping this neck pillow because I'm like the memory foam in it is just so crazy. Like I just had to look at it, so I unzipped it. <laughs> Yo, stop! You sound so stupid. I mean, that's just I don't know. That's just, that's that's where my brain is at. Um, I'm I'm shopping for mattresses. That's that's I mean that's a whole side thing. Not while we're podcasting. I'm just saying in general. And if anybody out there listening to the podcast knows about um, some good matches deals, send that my way uh, via No Ledge Podcast, Gmail, No Ledge Podcast, Twitter, No Ledge Podcast, um, IG. Uh, Black owned mattress specifically? Oh, I just bought a shirt that y'all got to see <laughs> um, about my black owned business. I guess we're wrapping up then. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what, what I think that we can do is like I said, have digestible conversations because even, I mean, I know I said that for children, but we need to have that for adults too, because the way people are triggered nowadays, I mean, you just never know. (laughs) But, um, I was in a group the other day that, uh, it has some people who are international. It has some people who are, um, in the States and shit. It doesn't even matter. But, uh, it's funny because this post was like, I don't know if you guys have seen it, where it's like four dudes and asking the ladies, you know, what country you're going to go to. And it's like buff dude from Jamaica, buff yeah. dude from Cancun. Um, it was like, I think it was like Barbados, Jamaica, Africa, and Cancun, right? And this other, and when I saw it, this other dude said what I was thinking here. He typed it in. He was like, first of all, Africa, Africa's, um, not a country and then immediately after i mean this got laugh emojis and they were like oh nobody said anything about that oh does it really matter and then him and i at the same time had typed yes it does (laughs) and um i'm saying even just that perception like i don't care if it's if it's fun time i'm not saying that you got to walk into rooms and ruin shit but i am saying that you make sure that the perception is there. 
we all know somebody who goes a little bit too hard on the knowledge, but again, that's why you make it digestible. That's why you make it something that the per- other person can easily understand without argument, without having to fight. And no, you don't have to protect their fragile, I don't know, fragile shield for communication or whatever. I'm just saying that you want to retain your friendships too, which is important because I know I'd mentioned Sean earlier in issues that, that, that we have had, but um, even in that, like I said, we try to retain our friendship despite his ignorance. Um, because racism doesn't speak. I mean, I'm not saying he's racist, but ignorance doesn't speak for who he who he is and who he has been as a brother. It's still somebody I've been in the trenches with. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, this is what we have to do. Uh, I also want to shout out store I went to yesterday. Um. Black-owned business is called the Sister Shop. It's at uh, the Mills at Jersey Garden in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Uh, it's on the second floor opposite of the food court. You can go to thesistershop.com. You could also reach them at at S-I-B Expo. That's S as in Sam, I, B as in boy, E as in excellent, X like xylophone, P like Pam, <laughs> O like orange. I am... My my letter game is terrible. <laughs> For Facebook, it's Assistant Business Expo, and on Twitter, it is SIB Expo, as it is for um for IG. So I mean, check them out. I definitely brought a couple products. Um, it's really dope. It's um things all made by black women, and they had a lot of products for men and women. That's why I bought my about my black business shirt. We got a um couple face rubs. Um, moisturizers, stuff like that. So y'all check that out. Um, yeah. From here though, I just I don't know. Like I said, this whole topic when um KP brought it up, just kind of even in the back of my mind, still kind of hung heavy because this is like twenty twenty one, and we still got racial racial roller coasters happening. And what I mean by racial roller coaster is, I mean that, you know, when these little racist <laughs> assholes get brought up, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it'll be a, a, little, bit of a little bit of a rough time again. Oh my God. But Maybe for now, uh, you know, <laughs> I hope they do. Yo, it's just the way you said it, though. You said the little racist assholes. It brings me back to a post that I had seen where this guy called the kid dicks. Oh, and the yeah. The mom is like, you don't call kids dicks. Yeah, that's all right. And he's like, listen, I've been around kids. I've raised kids. I know that kids can be little dicks, okay? Kids are dicks. They, are. they, they are. really can be, though. They're assholes. All right, well. <laughs>